Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and pretty much do whatever I want because it is all about me, right? Until God found me, pulled me out of the pits of hell, flipped my reality upside down, and transformed everything about my life. So much so that I left my executive career to help others deepen their relationship with God and the beautiful Catholic faith and find that true acceptance, love, peace, and joy. Here is my reality reflection for today. Wow. Man, oh man, oh man, are the readings rich today. And I feel so connected to them because I feel like I was Jonah. Literally, Jonah was like, all right, God, yeah, I know what you're telling me to do, but I'm going to go in the opposite direction and stay far, far away from Nineveh. God wanted Jonah to go and preach and have them repent in Nineveh. It's like Chicago or New York, for crying out loud. One little dude running around saying, repent, repent. And he said, there's no way, my man, I'm not doing that. And so went in the opposite direction and then is on a boat with all these guys, big rough seas, and they're all like, it's because you denied God that we're having all this craziness on the seas here and we're all going to die because of you. And so we're going to throw you over the edge of the boat. And then, of course, the seas calm and Jonah, and it's not a whale, they say, but the Lord sent a large fish that swallowed Jonah and Jonah remained in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. From the belly of the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God. Then the Lord commanded the fish to spew Jonah upon the shore. I don't know if you know, but this little piece, according to the scriptures in the Nicene Creed, where we pray, he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. The third day he rose again, according to the scriptures. That maps back to Jonah and the belly of the whale for those who do not know that. And then, of course, we read the Psalms, and the Psalms are like, you know, you will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. And then, of course, when we get to the gospel, we're talking about the two greatest commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your being, all your strength, all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And then it gets into the Good Samaritan, where the poor man on the side of the road fell victim to robbers, beaten to like almost half dead. A priest saw him and, you know what, passed by on the opposite side. Maybe the priest was too busy. And then a Levite came and he passed on the opposite side again. Not exactly sure why he blew him off. But then a Samaritan. Yes, of course, this is where the Good Samaritan name comes from was moved by this person. He approached the victim, poured oil on him and wine over his wounds, bandaged him up, lifted him up and took him to an inn, cared for him, and the next day paid the innkeeper with two silver coins to take care of him. And then he said, hey, on my way back, if there's more that I need to owe you, I will owe you, but please take care of him. 
Okay. Obviously, the Good Samaritan was the one that we want to imitate. And this is where I say it takes two. (laughs) Number one, God's mercy and God's grace can save us from the pit of hell. He did it for me. I want everybody to realize that there is hope for all of your loved ones who are out there living the sinner's life, the worldly life, not having a clue about what God is, how God can transform everything about your life, and that we should be living according to his precepts and his commandments. And of course, how do you even change? Well, we All of us who are listening to this, who are on the journey, who have found this faith, really, God found us, pulled us out of the pits of hell, perhaps. We were living a worldly lifestyle, sinning like crazy, maybe even mortal sins. In the end, what it's all about is us to love thy neighbor, to be that good Samaritan, to witness to the world what Jesus has done in our lives. Without necessarily going over the top with a bunch of scripture and a bunch of things that may scare those people away, because I'm going to tell you, if you came to me quoting scripture and getting in my face about a bunch of Jesus stuff, I would just turn away and run, run like crazy. You are the Jesus freaks that I was freaked out about my whole life. But if you come to me with love true compassion, like Jesus, how could I possibly want to run away from that? That, as a broken person and a person of the world, is what I'm searching for, what I'm trying to find in something else. Drugs, alcohol, partying, pleasure. I'm telling you, this world is all about pleasure. And God is going to raise up one of these days on all of us. And people are dying for love. They're dying to feel true compassion. So that's how we should be. When it says love thy neighbor, it doesn't only mean the guy next door to you. (laughs) It really means the strangers in your life, the ones that are kind of, you know, like on the outside, not the ones that are fitting in, the ones that maybe at your office, if you're working, that don't have many friends or that most people don't like. Maybe it's that angry leader that you know, or that relative that is just dying so broken, so hurt that they need your love. So that is what we're called to do as Christians, to love thy neighbor and also love God first because it's hard to love your enemies. You really need God in your life to project and portray that love through you. It doesn't necessarily come from us. And that's where living with God throughout the day And when, you know, you hear pray incessantly, that doesn't mean you sit down, you have to meditate all day long like you're a religious person. It means that you lift your heart up to God throughout the day. So let's try today 
to lift ourselves up to God in gratitude, right? So what are we grateful for? I'm about ready to jump in the shower and go help out Shalom World and volunteer to do the news. It is a requirement and, and you know, not a requirement, that, that's not the right word. It's, it's a commitment that I have made. And yes, it takes some time to get ready. This self doesn't just pop out of the shower. <laughs> I, I, it takes some work, let me just tell you that. But I am going to say, God, thank you for giving me this opportunity to bring some joy to the world through the Catholic faith. Thank you, God, for all of the people at Shalom World. Thank you for the running water and the shower that I have and all of the things that you've provided to me materially. Thank you for the car that I'm going to get into, that I'm going to drive myself to the studio. Thank you for giving me faith. Every morning I sit there and think, my gosh, what would I do without God? How do people live and the, the hilarious thing, the funny thing, is it wasn't too long ago that I was living without God. I think about how stressful, how crazy my life was. Don't get me wrong, I have those moments. And that is also where I can count on you. A lot of my quote-unquote neighbors and my friends out there on the spiritual walk Oh my gosh, if I'm having one of those days, I know that I can text or call a few people. I could cry, I could ask for prayers, and that is what it's all about. Loving thy neighbor, not just the ones that know what our journey is, but the ones who don't, so that we can attract them, so that they can ask, why are you loving me? Why are you so joy-filled all the time, even in the trials? I am going through some crazy stuff right now with God. I am truly looking at fasting and sacrificing, not for me, but for my love of God. Everything is changing, everyone. I am going through something deep right now, and I am digging it, and it's tied to my love of God. I can't explain it any other way. It's not, oh, well, I've told God I'm going to fast, and then if I fall down and I don't fast that day, then I'm beating myself up. It has nothing to do with me. It's me mastering my body and mastering my desires so that I can show God I'm ready. Bring me more graces. I'm ready to do more things for you. Okay, that means let's get out there and love our neighbors. Put on that armor of light and Jesus Christ. Let's renounce the evil spirits, the crazy feelings that we have this Monday morning of overwhelming stress, anxiety, whatever it is that's worrying you, just cast it aside and give it all to God. Say, God, I am giving you my day. I am going to open my ears, my heart, my soul, my eyes to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and allow you to shine yourself through me to others, to all the neighbors that I come across throughout my day. All righty, have a blessed and inspired one. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.